Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Sean. I am back from my trip to Texas where I did debate con. Two different debates that can be viewed on my channel as of right now. But today we're going to skip through all of that nonsense and talk about what might be the most corrupt mayor in the entire country right now, and that is Tiffany A. Haynard, the mayor of Dalton, Illinois. This one has it all, folks. This is going to be probably one of the more entertaining stories that I'm going to do all year, so we're going to get into it, but before we do, I want to say thank you to everybody who signed up over on actualjusticewarrior.com slash join. Give me the money. Give you give me the money. Okay. And thank you to my podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. So I got to give credit to WGN News for doing a bunch of hard-hitting reports against the mayor of Dalton because it turns out this mayor is not only incredibly wasteful in terms of taxpayer spending, is not only somebody who hires legitimate criminals to work in government positions, but she's also somebody who is not afraid to use the police to target her political opponents, which means just ordinary citizens that refuse to support her politically. And without further ado, we got to jump into this first story so you could see how absurd the town of Dalton actually is the night of june 10th police arrived at this truck yard in dalton owned by lawrence gardner how are you i don't know i was doing good till you got here the reason police responded depends on who you ask in this report officers said it was for an ordinance violation for hosting a group of bikers at his business without a license but gardner has a different take Okay. okay, it's what it is. Well, so here we go. He says he's been repeatedly harassed for not supporting Dalton Mayor Tiffany Henyard. We're taking care of all the business, right? All the business. Now, the first thing that you'll notice about the mayor as soon as she opens her mouth is that she oozes a lack of professionalism. Now, that is not only just about the way that she speaks. Listen, we got different cadences across the United States of America, and I would never judge somebody based on their cadence except for all the times that I do. But it's also represented by her actions. Right here, we have the police swarming an area, supposedly due to an ordinance violation. However, it appears that this is actually the mayor trying to extort support from this individual, and she's willing to destroy his business in order to do so. You can't stop me from closing my gate. Last time I'm going to say it, sir. Okay. Please stop. I'm not. Okay. The standoff that night ended with Gardner in handcuffs. I'm tired of them. They've been harassing me for months and months and months. Have a seat, one, sir. And charged with misdemeanor obstructing an officer. I'm not about you with the gate. It's all about the the charge eventually dropped. So here we have a local businessman. He was arrested, initially charged with obstructing an officer. That charge was eventually dropped. However, the story continues to the point where the mayor appears to be using her authority and abusing her authority in order to shut down multiple businesses of this owner. Case closed, right? Not quite. Gardner claims the harassment continues. I'm suffering. They destroyed my trucking company 
they shut my store down. And the reason she's targeting this individual is because he's a business owner in this area, because he's successful. Having his political support would have helped the mayor in her election and her potential recall election, which we will get into a little bit later in this story. But if these allegations are true, which, by the way, when we go through this person's history, you will be unsurprised by them in every possible way. They're absolutely devastating for the town of Dalton, who seems to be suffering under this mayor who by the way also holds an additional office which we will get into a little bit later and he's not alone others in town are sharing similar stories of alleged retaliation for not supporting this suburban mayor it's a regular occurrence she uses the police force to intimidate residents the dalton park district's director said in her case the mayor objected to a car show on park property and shut down the event so the local news kind of glosses over this particular car show being shut down but the thing is i think harping on the details is incredibly important first and foremost the mayor's office actually has no authority over this parks department it is under a completely different district agency and the reason why tiffany a haynard apparently shut this down is because she was running an event that would have been competing for attention against this event so she abuses her police power in order to shut down an event that she quite literally has no authority over but because the mayor ordered it the police tend to fall in line and they shut down this event despite the fact that it is completely and totally illegal to do so i filed the lawsuit because i am a victim of retaliation Harris Montgomery is Dalton's deputy village clerk. In her complaint filed last May in federal court, she claims the board increased her pay to $60,000, but the mayor ordered not to implement the raise because the clerk didn't support Henyard politically. And right here, we have another instance of what appears to be now it's alleged in a lawsuit, so we don't have it proven out by the courts obvious retaliation if it is true that the board actually approved the pay increase for this particular clerk and that pay increase was denied by the mayor due to the fact that she didn't support her that is illegal political retaliation and again unsurprising based on what we're going to learn throughout the course of this story about the mayor of Dalton since taking office in 2021 Henyard has repeatedly clashed with residents and fellow elected officials even locking trustees out of village hall amid a dispute Again, just imagine if this actually happened in a bigger city and it got more attention. If Brandon Johnson did this, if Mayor Eric Adams did this, if the mayor of Los Angeles, Karen Bass, did something like this, or a governor or even the president, the executive locking out the legislature due to a dispute and using the police power to go after political opponents, both within and outside of the government. It would obviously be a huge story, and yet this is still contained to the local news. You're the ones that's costing the village money. It took 30 minutes of yelling just to agree on the order of the night's agenda. Some residents say they are fed up. This is one of the trashiest things I've seen in my entire life. 30 whole minutes of them going back and forth like this, screaming at each other in a city meeting just to get to the point where they're going to talk about the things that they're supposed to discuss during this meeting and the order that they're going to talk about it. Dysfunction does not even begin to describe the absolute mess of a government that is Dalton, but this is what you can expect when you have somebody at the top who thinks she is completely immune from all laws, better than the average citizen, and is willing to rip off the average citizen at every single turn. At what point is this dysfunction a reflection on your leadership? When I replace my board. 
Are you punishing your political opponents? No, not at all. I'm a fear uh, God person, um, God fearing person that I don't touch stuff like that. Now, the mayor right here gives a quick little interview. We will actually discuss other things that were gone over in this interview a little bit further, but you can already kind of see her smirking and kind of laughing at the reporter, making a joke of the whole situation because she knows, in my opinion, that she is in fact corrupt, that she is targeting her political opponents, and she feels like there is no accountability for her because, again, she feels like she is in a privileged position in our society. She ran on being the people people's mayor so she thinks that that kind of veneration that she got from the media and from the public gives her license to do whatever she wants break whatever law and act in some of the most corrupt and absurd ways humanly possible and we're going to get into some of that in just a little bit as if this stuff isn't bad enough gardner says he's also considering a lawsuit alleging the village illegally shut down his candy store i lost it all yeah and his trucking business. It's no freight. I just have a couple of friends that don't have anywhere to put their belongings, so I put the stuff in here to collect a couple of dollars to pay the rent. Now again, it is just depressing that this guy has had multiple of his businesses shut down, even a garage where he allowed trucks to park in the night for a few extra dollars in order to make rent has also been shut down by the mayor, but apparently it's gone beyond that to the point where people are coming and sabotaging his facilities even after they're no longer functioning due to the mayor's actions which you could see in this surveillance video and even though he has on video people cutting the locks to his place in order to go in and sabotage it at night the police to his face deny that anybody cut the locks despite the video evidence showing the contrary they cut the night of his arrest gardner asked if cops were the ones who cut his lock you know you shouldn't have cut that lock off the window my, my property that's just the beginning if somebody's willing to go to the step to targeting everyday citizens political opponents in government and all manner of people who oppose her with the police power then that means that they're way more likely to do things like economic corruption and by the way we have amazing evidence of that from a follow-up report that the same news agency did the very next day still have areas that need trees cut streets paved, alleys paved, sidewalks fixed. It's a lot of that going on. And a lot that's being spent, not on critical repairs, but on travel, meals, and more by many top village officials. So this segment opens up by showing that in the city of Dalton, the roads aren't being paved. All basic city services seem to be underfunded or not being paid for or not being performed to an adequate degree. And it contrasts that with the idea that there is a lavish spending going on from the mayor. Now, it might seem a little bit dramatic, but the thing is, once you actually get into what is being spent, and how the money is being spent in this city, you'll realize that this opening is not nearly as dramatic as it should be. However, they cut to the mayor talking about how she's the savior of the city. None of them do the things that we do here. We the only ones making sure y'all streets get paid, find ways to fix what is broken. Which just goes to show you the entitlement mindset of this woman who won this office and spends her time putting up billboards of herself everywhere while she rips off the taxpayers in about seven different ways. You make almost $300,000 between your two elected I positions. Not. I do not. I don't know where you got that number from. We got it from her own village and township records. 
So I always find it weird that you can hold multiple government positions in local government at the same time, but what's even more stunning about this is that her salary is public. She publishes these records so that people can see them, yet when confronted with the number based on the salaries that she draws from these two different positions, she lies directly to the reporter's face despite the fact that she knows that this information is public and out there, but she thinks that if she says it right here then people will believe it to be true. And what's really sad about this is that the median income in this particular township, Dalton, is actually $24,000. So she makes, as a public servant... Over 10 times the amount of money in terms of just salary, not even including benefits, from the taxpayer. But that does not even begin to get into how badly she is ripping off the taxpayer in Dalton and the taxpayers that she works as a supervisor for. Village officials have spent more than $24,000 at restaurants in just one year, including this Midlothian barbecue joint and a South Holland sub shop. Look, I understand that business dinners, business lunches, and whatnot tend to be a thing but the idea that you're going out to eat so much at the barbecue joint at the sandwich joint that you're racking up a $24,000 credit card bill seems rather absurd again considering you're spending about as much money as the average citizen in this town makes on takeout for you and your friends and your cronies at these locations. It is just the beginning of the absurdity of this woman's leadership, but it is quite indicative of how little she cares for the people of Dalton. You make almost $300,000 a year, pay for your own goddamn dinner. Other questionable expenses include the streaming service Hulu, flights to Texas, Alabama, and Missouri, and hotel rooms in nearby suburbs, including Madison and Elk Grove Village, plus thousands of dollars spent at a hotel in downstate Pontiac. So as you can see, they're spending the taxpayer dollars on things like Hulu, a streaming service, they're hoteling in nearby areas where you would think they wouldn't need to hotel, and they're flying across the country. However, the Vegas trips are where things get really crazy. I do not handle anything as it relates to with credit cards. As you heard me speak today in my board meeting about, I do not handle that. Some of those charges are for you, though. No, sir. You didn't go to Las Vegas? Mm. What is that? No comment. You don't know if you were in Las Vegas? Of course I do. Were you? It's not paid by them. Did you fly first class to Las Vegas? Any other questions? Are you kidding me? Are you serious right now? She is laughing in the face of the taxpayers when this guy is asking her whether or not she went to Las Vegas. She throws out a no comment. She says she doesn't handle anything related to the credit cards. And then he asks her if she flew first class to Las Vegas. By the way, the reporter knows the answer to this question and get a load of how much she spent on this ticket to Las Vegas, but she seems content laughing it off because she knows she's corrupt and she knows there's not really anything that people are going to be able to do about it since she already somehow successfully beat a recall campaign. The credit card records do shed some light on tax dollars spent at several restaurants near the Strip, including Cafe Hollywood and Hot and Juicy Crawfish. All right. Any other questions? So you're not going to answer how taxpayer dollars are being spent? That seems I just, odd. I just answered it. What do you mean? I just answered your questions. You said you wouldn't answer about Las Vegas. You asked me a question and I responded. 
So any other questions you may have? This is how little she thinks of the residents of Dalton. This is how little she thinks of the taxpayer. She said, no comment. He said, why aren't you answering my questions? She's like, well, I gave you a response. That was the no comment. So therefore, move on with your questions because that's the answer that you're going to get. She's quite literally trying to gaslight the reporter within the context of this very interview. WGN Investigates obtained copies of that agency's credit card statements as well. They show township taxpayers also spent money on the Vegas trip on everything from steak dinners to hotels and $3,741 just on Henyard's round-trip flight. She spent almost $3,800 on a first-class ticket round-trip to Las Vegas. She spent almost nine grand on hotels, not to mention more restaurants, more expensive dinners, and then then when asked to justify these expenses as she's trying to get them reimbursed by the township, this is how she responded. I should have to sit up here and break all this down. When trustees refused to pay a big block of bills this week, the mayor accused them of putting vital city services in jeopardy. We need receipts to understand what's going on. Now, look, I criticize this group of legislators for having a shouting match for 30 minutes, but at least right here, they're demanding something basic and the mayor is just not trying to produce it. Receipts for what you spend the money on before you get your reimbursement. Sounds like the most sensible thing, but the mayor's not interested. However, there is something that is very interesting that is in a frame, which just goes to show you how openly and brazenly corrupt this mayor is. And this this is the hat that's on her desk as highlighted by the local news. We couldn't help but notice the red hat perched in front of Mayor Henyard throughout the meeting. It's from the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, which, by the way, was apparently a stop on the Vegas trip. $303 billed to Thornton Township taxpayers. She quite literally has memorabilia from this trip where she wasted taxpayer money on her desk at the very meeting where she's demanding reimbursement for these lavish expenses without providing any receipts from the same meeting that she gave the interview afterwards where she said she refused to comment on whether or not she was in Vegas or anything like that. Absurdity on top of absurdity. But at the end of the day, nobody comes here to argue with you. Nobody at all. There are bills that we have the right to take off. We have the right to make decisions about. You say that you're running it at the end of the day, because this is going to be the narrative. When we go broke, you're going to say, I wasn't even on the bank account. The trustees did it. When at the end of the day, you're making decisions and spending money and then get mad when we don't approve it because it's not financially staffed. I sat here and looked at a lease that child's paying $149,000 for one of them trucks. You make absolute, that's like when you're 19 years old and you go get a car and the interest rate 27%. That makes absolutely no sense. You're please not making facts. great finance. Excuse me? Please stay facts. But let me tell you, here it is, dated December 27th, 2022. The cash price of a 2023 Chevy Tahoe, $93,216.71. Interest and APR, $55,929.49. Total lease price, $149,146.20. Tell me if it's not facts because your signature is all on it. I don't see that. But the thing is, it actually gets significantly worse because this mayor is more crazy than you could possibly imagine. She actually hires criminals in order to perform necessary government functions. Get a load of this. What is the situation involving your background? Well, my background, a childhood background, over 30 years ago. 
46-year-old Lavelle Redman wasn't happy to see us when we encountered him today behind Dalton Village Hall. But listen again to the person on the phone telling him to stop talking. We don't know who that is, but we do know who got Redman his village job. Redman is close to new Dalton mayor Tiffany Henyard and worked on her campaign. Now look, we're used to ordinary corruption kind of stories. We're used to stories of somebody who works on a campaign getting a job due to the fact that they supported the candidate during that run for office. But the thing is, you might be put off a little bit by the unusual way that the local news is confronting this individual behind the seat of the vehicle and how somebody is telling him over the phone as he's being confronted to say no comment, no comment, no comment. That is because this is not your ordinary criminal. This is not your ordinary predator. This is actually a child sex offender that has been hired to go into the homes and businesses of the places in Dalton by the mayor due to the fact that he had a political connection to that mayor. And the offense that he committed is absolutely heinous, which is why he received such a lengthy sentence. 46-year-old Lavelle Redman is close friends with Dalton Mayor Tiffany Henyard, who in September hired Redman as a code enforcement officer without the village board's approval. Redman served 25 years in prison for the brutal gang rape and beating of two young teenage girls in the 1990s. Now, some of the good news related to this is that because this guy failed to register properly as an offender, he ended up getting arrested after the airing of the initial segment that they did on this story. However, the bad news is the fact that the mayor of Dalton actually doubled down on the hiring of this person, angry at the media for thinking he is not deserving of a second chance. Mayor Henyard says her friend deserves a second chance, infuriating a number of Dalton residents. Fox 32 has also obtained this cell phone video showing Redman interacting with the mayor and little children at a back-to-school event in Dalton. Now look, the excessive spending, the hiring criminals, the double-charging two different government offices while debiting salaries from both of them should be enough to bring down any corrupt mayor. But as I said... After this initial scandal came out, not the financial scandal that we went over at the beginning of this video, there was a recall attempt against this mayor. And guess what? She beat back the recall attempt. Now, she didn't beat it back in terms of the vote, but she actually got the court to rule it unconstitutional in some way, struck it down, and this is how she celebrated that victory. How y'all doing? Ain't no stopping us now. Yeah. She hired a DJ, brought him into the legislative chamber, and started singing along with the music. That's where this mayor's head is at. Now, I have refrained throughout the whole course of this video in labeling this woman to be the most ghetto mayor in the entire country, but let's be clear. The shoe definitely fits. She's absolute trash in every possible way, and she continues to get away with it and just laughs off all criticism. She's hiring criminals, overspending on her security detail, which we haven't even gotten into, and paying for lavish trips on the taxpayer dime and refusing to even justify her absurd charges, all while laughing in the face of the constituents of the local media, and it has to stop. This video has to get out to as many eyeballs as possible. You need to signal boost the local news segments that I've highlighted throughout the course of this video because unless people know what's going on in this small little outside of Chicago kind of town in Illinois, she's just going to run wild and possibly even win re-election. But hey, 
Those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked the video, show them by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on my social media, support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about what's going on with the mayor of Dalton. Till next time.